Show. I am your host, Jesucristo. We have my other host, <laughs> uh, Ricardo, here. And today we have a special guest in the building. Uh, so he is a m- music producer who just dropped his second instrumental album titled Severance Package. Yeah. He has credits, uh, music credits for Kevin Gates, Emily Choppa, Kyle Lee, Izzy93, and many more. And he has his own podcast about all things related to relationships called Moving Right Along. That's we right. We have Killian Beats. Thank you, Jeremy. I got some claps. Hey. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for hopping <laughs> on, man. Appreciate thank it, man. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank R- you for real quick, well, the we, we kind of get on the subject. You know, you have a podcast that you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Um, do y'all, are you on video? Yeah. I've seen clips. We started uh, doing video at the very yeah. beginning, and then we kind of just been doing audio lately. The past any, few episodes. Any comments that you get like that, like you know, wiggle your toes or like, which you know, <laughs> <laughs> which y'all, y'all participate in? Like once you start getting an audience and your audience is like, hey, you know, like yeah, no, no, not yet, not no. yet, but maybe you know, in yeah. the future. Like that's our first, you know, like that's crazy. <laughs> That pop the toes. Is, I I can't I can't wait. That's you know, crazy. Like, what if someday yeah. we do get people that tune in? You know, I'm gonna be reading all those comments. So drop the drop those comments, dude. Yeah, that's just drop good. comments. I'll, like, I'll do I'll do whatever. I'm we in. respond to all the comments. I look whatever. at all the comments. I give a like to all the comments. So you yeah. gotta do that. Like it's yeah, you know yeah. you're growing your audience. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what, that's what so we like, do as well. We really interact with people that listen to us. So yo, this episode is special. Because, you know, usually we've, we've had four rounds of beer. Nah, not today. Today we're still going to have our usual four rounds. But we're taking shots. We're drinking some whiskey. <laughs> what kind of whiskey is that, though? That's... Yo, yo, yo. But yeah, it's not just it's a little any, different, any right? whiskey. Yo, we're having <laughs> ritual, zero-proof, non-alcoholic whiskey alternative. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end it says ayahuasca, right? At the end it says ayahuasca. <laughs> hey, man, this is the open bar show. We... I don't know. It's an open bar. We'll drink whatever, dog. Next next thing you know, we'll be drinking pulque. If you know what pulque that is, you know, give it a like in the comments. That's a Mexican. I actually know what pulque is. You know what that is? Yeah. What is it? I don't it's know what that is. It's pure grain alcohol. Really? Yeah. Is it like moonshine? Ooh. Uh, it's like the Mexican version, I guess yeah, you could say it's, it's, moonshine. It's, it's okay. real popular in Mexico. Yeah. But I thought, I thought the Mexican version of moonshine was tequila. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Am I it right could be that I? too. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The... That's that's interesting that y'all got non-alcoholic whiskey though. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I don't know, dude. Like we we're first we're gonna go with a regular four four rounds of non-alcoholic beer. We've right. seen that. Right. Yeah. But then we saw the bottles, dude. They got whiskey, they got tequila, they got wine. Beer. Yeah, they got wine. Wine, okay. Wine, non-alcoholic. IPAs, yeah. all couple, kinds. Couple, I haven't tried any of these types of drinks, so a couple thoughts. Yeah, like so. I've had a Heineken uh non-alcoholic and I thought it was really good. Yeah, it I mean, tasted so it's really like, good. It's like zero percent like alcohol, or it's like kombucha alcohol. Zero, I need to know. Zero proof. Here, <laughs> here it goes. Here it goes. This is the liquor replacement. This is what it is, right here. Liquor replacement. This okay. is all the oak, vanilla, caramel, and soul warming heat of whiskey, without the alcohol or calories, for when you're driving. Nah. Because <laughs> are you? Are you, know, are you? Are you ever driving and you're like, I want to take a shot. 
No. You know, it's kind of illegal. Now with... <laughs> <laughs> that was ritual alternative whiskey. But is oh. it is it an alternative or if Hold on, I'm not done yet. For when you're dieting. Well, when you're training, yeah. you know, you want to yeah. stay in shape. Take a shot before the gym, right? Here, here's a good one for when you take a shot at work. I think there's more problems you need to work out yeah. than going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're drinking nine alcohol, for when you're yeah, that's true. For when you're you know making, that's true. That's really true. From the bottle from when you're making a baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, trying to get freaky. Oh, for women. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I caught it that late. I was delayed. <laughs> but still, you know, are you ever just pregnant and be like, you know, I still want to. I want a shot of non-alcoholic yeah, I, whiskey. Yeah. Just want something to just tickle my throat. I just. I like that. I just. That's a good idea. I miss. I miss the partying. Just they should put that in the. Shots. They should put that in like Babies R Us or some shit like that. <laughs> Oh I, just that, I just showed that shit at Babies R Us and we're really getting down to it. Oh, am I right or am I wrong? That, that'd be pretty we don't even good. have Babies R Us, I don't think anymore. Cheers. 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 Salute. Salute. Man, it's too far. Yo. That was... That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, that's cinnamon. You have to have some... <laughs> that real, is cinnamon. You have to have right some away. real problems Ooh. to be drinking that. <laughs> real problems. That's weird, yeah. That's really... Because it smelled strong, but it was like... It was like water, like water with yeah, cinnamon on like top of it. Water and some cinnamon sprinkled. Yeah, that's in it. all it tasted. Ugh. So round one is music production. We know you're a music producer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We just want to just to see like how'd you even get into like music production? Like who are some of your influence? You know, some of your favorite uh, favorite producers. Well, I come from a musical family, so my dad was like a jazz pianist, and uh, you know he. Uh, he actually had me when he was like almost 60 years old. So he came from like that jazz era, you know what I mean? And um, so he was like the biggest influence on me, like learning piano, obviously. And I grew up in a, you know, musical household. My brother's a, a jazz musician as well, like in New York, okay. uh, saxophonist. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so they're like my whole jazz, like family. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I really grew up on is jazz. Like, you know, listening um, pianists like Oscar what Peterson, like that? Art Tatum. <laughs> you know, people like that. And, uh, it was just, that's kind of how I got my musical start. But as I got older, I got into hip hop. Like when I got into high school, I got my own car, like listening to the radio, you know, and like checking out like, uh, Warren G was a big influence on me. That, uh, that West coast funk. Yes. Big time. And that's cause, cause of jazz kind of like the influence on that, you know? Yeah. Um, Dr. Dre, obviously, uh, Scott Storch later on cause of piano, you know, obviously, um, those are some of my main influences that got me started in it. So I started around 04, 05, like when I first downloaded Fruity Loops. A lot of people kind of hate on, on Fruity Loops, I feel. Do you yeah. feel that way? No, not How at all. How do you defend it? Like what's, are they all the same in you a put way? Out that I think, shit. Well, I think the thing is that people think Fruity Loops is that's all you got. I mean, you can drop in any wave in there and it could be like a recorded guitar, like a live guitar you did at a studio. Um, like that's what I did with the Kevin Gates one. I worked with some of my uh, brother's friends in New York City, um, a guitarist by the name of Jonathan Heagle. And he's actually the one that played the griff on that one. We're all in the studio together and uh, my brother laid the flute on that. He plays flute too. So I basically recorded all that there, took it back, put it on my laptop and all those takes just kind of chopped it up, threw a synth on it together and then sent it over to... Um, Young Lan, who's the the producer that he added the drums to it. Okay, you know it was a collab beat, and then he sent it to Kevin Gates. But um, but yeah, so that's all in Fruity Loops. You know what I mean? That all happened there. 
putting yeah. the melodies together, and he yeah. used Fruity Loops as well. So I, feel like a, I, I, I mean, everybody. A lot of, I think a lot of people yeah. use Fruity Loops. Did you did you steal it? Did you steal Fruity Loops? Did At you not point, pay for it? I paid for it. Since I the did. beginning? Not right. since the beginning, though. No. <laughs> Alleged, allegedly. <laughs> exactly. We're no. not FBI. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are not the cops. No, no. You can just leave that case there, bro. Don't worry about it. The reason we did, you know, we are interested in music production is yeah. just we... we we listen to a lot of music. You know, it's a big part of what we talk about and enjoy just music. And yeah. of course, production is huge in music nowadays. I feel like, especially now, producers are getting more credit for the songs where back in the day, it was more of the the name on the artist as, as a yeah. person that gives the credit. Now there's a lot of halves and halves. I um, mean, there's even producers being artists themselves. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, yeah, I've, I've always been interested. Yeah. And I guess it was because I like EDM and all yeah. that stuff, too. It was just they're all producers. That kind of made a career out of producing, which is is pretty incredible, man. You know they don't they don't really need an artist all the time to be no. able to to make revenue. Exactly, I like that creativity. That's the main thing that I really want to portray in my music is like trying to change it up from the sound that it is right now. You know, and um, it's a lot of mainstream music is kind of hit this like it's commercially successful, but it's not progressing any you know really lately i feel yeah um as far as like the big names you know what i mean like no uh, for sure yeah one thing i do want to ask yeah. is like how do you make money off like production like music production if you're like starting off and trying to get your name like how i know people do exclusives and yeah there's uh what's the other one lease leasing non-exclusive like yeah. leasing beats so yeah. like how yeah how do you make money off it really? royalties is that is that like the goal that's the ultimate goal, but yeah. there's a lot of different ways you can make money. I mean, you can, um, depending on how, you know, if you're just starting out, you got to realize that you kind of have to build yourself up a bit. And so people get to know you, you know. So a lot of times there's not any money in the beginning of it, to be honest with you, you know. Yeah. You're just working with whoever is going to work with you, yeah. really. And yeah. who you got. You may trying, need to, trying to build up that notoriety. Yeah. You may need to be investing in features yourself or working with people or studio sessions. It's not just going to be like handed to you. So you really have to like get out there. And then after you kind of get your name building, you can kind of just start selling your beats like exclusives, you know, sell them for the price that you think they're worth. But also realize that people that are indie are also buying a lot of other things, too. So they might not have the budget, obviously, to buy like five thousand dollar beats, you know, like a major label does. Yeah. But, um, you know. Keep it like that. And I would say also like sound kits is a good way to do it. Like drum kits. I haven't done one myself. Oh, um, like make your own like drum kits. Yeah. yeah I've seen people. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of YouTubers yeah. do that. You know, loop kits, like melodies. Um, oh yeah. That's another big thing I, I have I, seen. I feel like all yeah. those things kind of make sense whenever you have an audience that, you know, you could actually and sell it to. Yeah. I think it's important too, to also like really take yourself professionally at the beginning of it too, as far as registering your music mm -hmm. and like, Keeping tabs on it and and knowing the royalty percentages and everything like that, yeah. I think that's really BMI, important. ASCAP, ASCAP, like yeah. So you're already doing all that for your music. Yeah. What's your opinion on like <clears throat> going on YouTube and typing your favorite artist type beat? <laughs> and because you're gonna yeah. find a thousand, and they're good producers, man. Yeah. But like, is that is that a route you recommend? You know, and YouTube, a lot of people do try to come up off that. You know, if I pick an artist. A tight beat. They see some other successful producers have done that. Mm -hmm. They've really branded themselves and come up and gotten a million subscribers or something like that, you know, and they think they can do that themselves too. And it's just, 
it doesn't always happen that way. So you have to realize as you do the tight beat thing, like I would encourage it, but just realize in the long run, it might not be the end game. You know, you're talking to people in the show. Cheers. Cheers. Was it better the second time? <laughs> no, it tastes. It, dude, this is apple. This is apple cider with cinnamon. That does taste like water. Another water one, oh, yeah, which is a harsh. Uh, I don't like cinnamon. <laughs> apple cider yeah, with cinnamon. Like, All right, I don't think I'm gonna do the next one. Oh my god. Nah. What do you mean, dude? There's rounds to this. You got, you got a real beer? No. I'm just kidding. Me? <laughs> no. Dude, don't tell me this. You want to try a sour for the first time in your life? No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, no. Don't tempt me with a good time. All right, let's get into round two. Yeah, yeah. So round two, uh, we're in September right now, but next month. Do you remember? It's Halloween. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be in October. Yeah, it, it'll be in October. You know, spooky yeah. season is around. I know everybody, this seems to be like, the I don't know top three like biggest holidays in America. I feel like, like this Halloween is the jolliest and... time of the year, not yeah. Christmas. Well, Halloween yeah, I, for us San Antonians, it's, it's like it, it's a pivot of weather, so it's just like whoa, like yeah. we no, nah, well yeah, I get it, but still, mean? we go from the hot Texas summer to a hot Texas fall. Hallelujah. It's better than 101. You know, 105. Yeah, I'll, like take, I'll take 85. You know what I mean? I'll take like, 90. You know, I'd rather take 85 human nights instead yeah. of 101 <laughs> through night. Like, nah, that's too much. But uh, We're too close to the equator, bro. But just about Halloween, like, do you celebrate it? Do any of y'all celebrate Halloween? Do y'all dress up? Like, I haven't dressed Halloween up in years. Y'all. What's your stance on Halloween in general? My stance on it? Yeah. Do you think it's satanic? I'm against it. No, I'm just For kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's a satanic holiday? It could be a satanic holiday. No, man. no. I think it's fine. I think it's just like, I don't know. Did you grow out of it? Yeah, I Because I feel did. like now, as an adult, it's my favorite holiday, dog. Are you into <clears throat> like horror movies? Very All that good Halloween stuff. Man. Yeah, a little bit. You know, if it's a good one. The Conjuring was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Fuck that. That was okay. Paranormal activities. Fuck straight that. Too, when like, I saw the third one, yeah. Hispanics were involved. Negative. <laughs> Out of there. Which one? The third one. When oh, they, the paranormal when they, activity. When they, when they went to the West yeah. Coast. Oh, and yeah, all, yeah, them, yeah. all the homies were involved. And I was like. I remember that. Nah. Yeah. We keep that shit for the, the, for next, the Caucasians. <laughs> we, we ain't going there. The, the next one is going to be The next one is going to be like that Prey movie where they go Native American. Yeah. No. Don't do that. Do you celebrate it though? Or do you go... Dress up. I, I used to. Yeah. I, I used to go out, out on like Halloween costumes. I, I think one of my best Halloween costumes was um, dressing up as Quail Man. Do you know who Quail Man is? I do. Yeah, that's from Doug. Yes, yeah. it is from Doug. No, yeah. Do you know who Quail Doug? Man? Like old school Doug, like old the cartoon yeah. Doug. No, I don't know who Quail Man. I remember so, Doug. So Doug had a alter eagle where he was a oh, Superman. But was it like Barnacle Boy? No, I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm tripping. That's I'm SpongeBob. I'm sus. Barnacle boy. But yeah, I dressed, I dressed up as. Now, last year, I was Super Mario. I killed that oh, shit. Yeah. The year before, you were the priest, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was just a quick, quick. That was fire, though. Quick little thing. I mean, I just. You what know, are you. Me? Go as normally. Or do you Halloween? celebrate Halloween? Yeah. Uh, uh, just Not my really. son. Nice. Just, just for the little one. See, hey, I, have I know you ever dressed up? Um, like ghost face and shit like that, obviously. Like, who didn't do that with the blood rushing down their face and shit like that? You know what I mean? A little heart yeah. inside. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> That's fire to fuck people up like that. Nah, man, because it, it gets. It's, it's just different asking this question as an adult because I, I know some adults that will not let their kids participate in 
in Halloween. Really? Because yeah. of the candy and oh, the oh, yeah, razor blades. Yeah, and people that. be putting, you know, like yeah. <laughs> well, like drugs in yeah. their oh, candy. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Make sure you watch your kids' Jesus. candy because they put free drugs in there. I'm like, eh, that's they not probably true. aren't free doing drugs. That. The free drugs, just give them to Ricardo. Yeah, like <laughs> th- th- that's where I, I, it just all sounds like BS to me. Y'all seen that, right? Yeah, yeah. they're like, hey, you know, like like they're gonna sure put edibles open. in them. Yeah, like edibles. They probably want to keep or those or some yeah, exactly. Like, no, why like, would they do that? Drugs are yeah. not cheap. Like, they're not just gonna. I'm not just gonna try to make exactly. a kid, dude. Like, nah. Like who? Who would do that? Maybe like your mom, you know, like you yeah. think of like a twenty year old kid, or it's gonna be like, yeah, let's just drug up these kids. Yeah. And like, wow, right? <laughs> Why? Let's just see them get fucked up. And then, and then there's like the memes that Cody would send, where he's like, <laughs> I opened up my Snickers bar, and there was a, a like a machete inside, oh <laughs> or like the, or, you know something like completely like ridiculous, uh, like unproportionate yeah. to yeah. what it could be inside the candy. Did y'all ever watch? Like a scary movie when you were little, that kind. That's oh. the one you remember. Like, what's the one I remember. that, that kind of scarred you? And it, like, the clown from you it. Turned into a little clown. Oh, yeah, that like, scared the oh, shit yeah. out of me when Dude, I was little. Dude, the scene where he was coming out of the drains, that really fucked me up. For yeah, I don't even remember watching it. I just remember that the yeah, drains. Yeah. yeah, you know what movie like, nah. like, did scare me? Um, Scream. I remember seeing Scream as a little kid. <laughs> No, like like that. This be- guy shaking his head. No, that, about be- hollow. that that beginning scene where like uh, Drew Barry is it Drew Barrymore? Yeah, I don't remember who the yeah, biggest chick. Think, yeah, uh, but like that beginning scene, like how gory it is. Like she picks up the phone and he's like, you know, messing around, and then she sees him and he's like running, and then just like, stabs her. Yeah, and then kills her, and then just hangs her on the What's on the that? thing. I'm like, oh my god, that shit was traumatizing. It's I was insane, like, right? You weren't ready for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I ever seen Joyride? <laughs> no. You ever seen Joyride? Joyride's like a 18 wheeler. Guy that just goes around killing people on the fucking <laughs> highway. Sam, it's, it's like, good he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like Candy Cane. That's oh. more of a realistic one. Then, that's right? more realistic. Like, yeah. like, See, like, that's I, what the scariest that's what ones are. Yeah. That's what fucked me up. The exactly. movie that fucked me up, I think it was called like uh, American Werewolf in London or something like that. Twilight. <laughs> nah, dude. Twilight. It was, I, it, I was like a little kid. Patterson. I was living in Mexico in a place where, like, around my house, like when it was dark. Chupacabra. It was dark. <laughs> and then we had a creek on the side of our house. I really used to believe that fucking werewolves were going to come out of there. And like every night, like I, I, I used to believe in werewolves. The Lachusa, right? Like, nah, just werewolves. Oh, okay. I don't know. That movie, like. <laughs> that too, though, right? Yeah. Lechusa, like yeah. Llorona. I don't know about Oh, La like Llorona, yeah. I, think, I feel like the, the Lechusa is a thing, but I don't know it. I don't know enough. I'm getting sugar drunk, cinnamon drunk. Round three. Round so three. we want to talk about Atlanta. Yeah. I know you lived out in Atlanta yeah. for a little bit to, you know, pursue, I'm assuming pursue your music career out there. Yeah. Yeah. I know LA and New York are, you know, also other places for artists, producers, musicians to go out. Yeah. Why did you specifically choose Atlanta? Mainly for the genre of music I was going after and the the artists I wanted to work with at the time. So you were going for, I'm assuming, like a trap? Like a trap, exactly, yeah. Okay. Industry, I just wanted to work with somebody and have an industry success, you know what I mean, basically. And um, so I just drove out there. Like, I I decided to move and saved up some money. I didn't have very much money. I 
you know, just like a thousand dollars. Did you? Did you just like leave everything behind and just went out there? I had just met my wife actually like a few months before that. Did she go with you? No, she didn't at first. Ooh. No, <laughs> um, she stayed. She actually, we had a long around. distance relationship. Yeah, I had a big hard about man. six months. So that was really hard too. That was another challenge as well. Um, but Teresa, she was really you know strong and really like held it down for sure. And shout like, out to her. Supportive. Shout out to yeah, like shout out Teresa. Out to the, shout out to she her. was resilient to the real exactly. ones. Exactly. It's <laughs> not that many out there. Exactly. And um, so that was my focus. Uh, New York and L.A. That's. A little too expensive for that is what true. I was gonna but do. Is Atlanta? I feel like Atlanta is expensive. It can be, but you know, it's I, when I first moved there. I actually lived in Riverdale, so that's so that's like outside, out little outside of Atlanta. Yeah, it's and that's where I stayed with uh, my friend Drew, who was an artist too. And um, I had visited Atlanta before that, um, and just kind of stayed there a week just to get a feel for it. And I was like, yeah, I could move here, you know, and uh, just did it and try to start working with people and. The scene was really cool. It just took some time to get to know what, and get what, in the right rooms. What you know? year did, uh, did you go out there? It was uh, 2015. Okay. Because yeah. I'm trying to see like yeah. where like, in the hip-hop sound was. So like Future was like popping. Big time, yeah. Metro Boomin', Metro Future. Boomin'. They, okay, yeah. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Ooh, that okay. Was that. okay. Yeah. Um, so is that what you went up there? You know, Did you get to actually do a lot of work over there? Yeah, I mean, at first it was tough. It was, I was going to any types of networking events. I was going to open mics just to try to meet people. I would, um, you know, Patchwork Studios had some, like Drummer Boy was doing like a presentation there, basically talking to all these up and coming producers and everything. So I went to that, just trying to network and meet people. And it wasn't really like manifesting in anything like an actual, you know, progress. So um, I remember... <laughs> It was like getting to the point where I basically said, I think I'm going to quit music. Like, I'm just done with it. I'm so frustrated with it. I've been here like a year. Um, it's not going my way. You know, it, it was just really tough, tough mentally and on our relationship as well, you know. And so, like, I, basically my my wife started to promote me on her Instagram and was like, no, you, sh you can't quit. You know, you got to keep going. Like, just... I can help you out. Let me try to DM artists. Let me try to do this and that. And I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. You know, I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I'll, I'll keep trying. And basically I think it was like two weeks later, she got a DM from, uh, an engineer who works at a uh, TIG. I think it's a game, uh, studios, which is like YFN Lucci's, uh, studio. And he thought she had made beats initially. And so he was saying, you know, like those are dope beats, you know? And then she, basically said that, uh, no, that's my man that made it, you know, Killian, Killian mm -hmm. Beats, um, you know, would he be down to work? Just kind of chopped it up. And then I went over there and, uh, you know, it was another studio session where I kind of didn't have a lot of expectations for it. I was like, yeah, this might be nothing again, you know, don't get my hopes up, whatever. And uh, walked down the hall. I remember it was like a big studio. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, this looks official. And then walked in there and that's when I first met uh, Young Lan and uh beat monster mark uh two dope all these really great producers in atlanta and they were just sitting in the room there and i finally felt like man i got a i got a shot here you know if you were to go back to atlanta yeah whether it's now or in the time that you went what would you have done different to go into atlanta okay anything 
anything in Atlanta at the time that you were there. Like yeah. I said, either either you go back now, what that's would you true. do differently? You know or what? what would you do differently that's, then? That's a great question. I would have definitely spoke up that first year at certain events that I was at that I didn't because I was just kind of nervous to be in the room oh, with somebody. Maybe just because you're new. Yeah. So, for example, like I, uh, I moved out there and there was a... A guy, uh, Young Greatness, who also passed away, RIP to Young Greatness too. Jesus. Um, but he was a, a artist that I knew his brother, and basically, um, one time his brother was like, "We're going to the studio. We're gonna go for real this time." Because he always like said, "We're gonna go," and we wouldn't go. And I was like, "All right, cool. We're gonna link up with your brother, right?" He's like, "Yeah." So it's at QC Studios, Quality Control, and uh, drove there, went in the room. And um, I met him too. And I'm sitting in the room where like Migos records, basically. You know, it's a pretty, pretty big shit. So um, just waiting, a bunch of people coming in the listening session. I see a P from QC, like Coach K comes in. And I'm just, and Lucci walks in and like all these people are walking in. I'm like, okay, this is a lot of people in the room that could progress my music. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, Nervous, man, I kind of froze just- a little bit. Yeah, like. I, I don't know if I was ready to go up to them and be like, here's my music. Check me out. Like, Have you I, seen got, the- I got to figure it out. You know, I didn't know what I was doing that. I didn't know the business as much. Okay. How you know, old were I, you in that time? I was uh, 29 when I moved out there. Yeah. So I had been in the scene the whole time and going there is just totally different. You know, I'm, you know, yeah. coming with a different attitude. And, I mean, dude. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I would have done differently. Probably was spoke up more gone after it right off the bat. And that's just something I can encourage to other producers coming up. Don't think you have to wait your turn on stuff. Like if you see an opportunity strike right there, Take do it. it. Yeah, the just fact try it. You only got one life to live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's a Texas thing. <laughs> Never mind. How's it? That's a stupid question. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, man. It tastes like fireball without alcohol. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's the one, right? So have you ever heard this term, drinking the Kool-Aid? Yeah, I have heard that. Have you ever used it? Do you know what it means? Have I ever used it? Yeah. Um, I don't usually use it, but I know what it means. It's that Jim Jones guy, right? That he, he let his cult yeah, drink man. all the Kool-Aid. And we, we were told this story while we were out, and it just kind of... It's a crazy story, yeah. man. So, I don't know. That's kind of part of what we want to talk about for our last round, yeah, yeah. man. So, you want to talk more about it? Yeah. Basically, it's some cult. The guy's name was um, Jim Jones. Yeah. Not to be confused by the rapper, Ballin. <laughs> but he could, he did a mass murder suicide. Uh, basically, he had people... Let me pull this up. Well, basically, the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid, it was coined after a delusional pseudo-guru named Jim Jones. He led his cult, the People's Temple, uh, to a mass suicide. Over 900 people, including 304 children, killed themselves by drinking from a vat of grape-flavored drink laced with cyanide. Did they know this? They did not know this. That's fucked up. It's not a suicide. That's murder. I thought they. I thought they well, he knew. killed. He drank it himself too. I th- so I he, he committed suicide. suicide. Yeah, he. But mass suicide is the, not the right no, term. No, no, no. It's, it's suicide plus mass murder. He managed to convince his whole. How almost, do you? Almost, how a, almost, a, almost, a thousand, almost a thousand people. Like this is the way. Your village. Yeah. Just 
But the crazy die. part is they made the children take it first. And it did not go as they planned. I think they thought it was just gonna be like a like a quick let's drink this Kool-Aid, very go very peacefully. Yeah. It turned into like chaos. You know, whatever it was laced with, it just started catching, causing all this pains and evil shit going down with the children first, dude. First and foremost, that's crazy. Let's get your take on this. What the fuck? Tell us. That's just fucking dumb. That's yeah, stupid. that's crazy. That's the dumbest shit yeah. ever. I mean, it's fun. just the fact that people but it's are so gullible. It's sad. Well, not gullible. Well, how do you join not a cult? Gullible, though. Because the main topic, It almost turns into a religion. The cult the situation turns into well, a religion. You the know main what I'm topic of this round I mean, four is just cults. Bringing uh, that, okay, okay. Bring that, that, uh, that example. I think they prey on people that are... Are, are lost. Week looking for lost week or looking for yeah looking for a reason to to live yeah to live to be motivated why should I do this yeah but to live you said to die well, well they never they never introduce it like that at first it seems like oh this is a community we're all coming together and we're doing something positive and we're doing something you know something I mean? like, positive for this guy yeah. this guy has the answers the knowing and then if he says like once you build like let's say two years of just like yeah talking the brainwashing brainwash that's a religion. And then, you know, he's just like, all right. He's like, I think it's time for you to die for me. It turns into a religion, right? I mean, obviously, you know what I mean? It is, yeah. If you go to yeah, church, you do this. You any, do all anything that could be a religion, though, when you think about well, it. I mean, but that specifically, though, yeah. if, we're t- if we're being on topic. Yeah. Like, that's temple, just like, yo. I, I'm like, assuming. I mean, it was a people temple. It seems like a, it was a religion. That, it, was a, them, it was a temple, right? It was yeah. like, yeah. oh, this is, this he, is our. He rented out or he bought land and made his own like village. Yeah. So, it, it is crazy. I mean, can you imagine if he actually used that for good? Because that's like probably that, a talent. Yeah, I'm sure he has some good, that. Some he, good then, people skills. Then he'd like, be yeah. Noah's Ark, right? He would be Noah's Ark. It's am like, I wrong or am I right? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm maybe, maybe, he, maybe he convinced everybody that everybody else was going to die of this horrible way going into like you know you're going yeah. they're going straight to hell but not if you drink this kool-aid that's what they do yeah not if you drink this kool-aid not and if that's you- where the coin that's where the phrase comes from that's crazy yeah what is a cult and i remember i i, I gave like a super simplified explanation i was like oh yeah that's pretty much what it is yeah it's like what like a group of people who have the same beliefs i think that's what i said does that make sense? No, it does. It does. It does. So, like, again, but they have to have a leader. Again, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, always a leader. There, there's always a leader. So that means that so, a cult is nothing but a following. So, like you were saying, right or wrong? So like That's you were right. saying, I mean, you can, can cult? Can religions be a cult? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I do see religion being cult. It doesn't even have to be religious or anything like that. Even considering like the, the Manson family we, wasn't but really like, but like religion. We mentioned like, QAnon earlier political stuff that's why i laughed. see what i mean that's yeah. why it's I almost like, it's almost like political coming. shit you know what i mean like yeah maga i don't care who i don't i don't care the diversity yeah once and, you get to and, a point where like politi- political other people's separate opi- other people's opinions don't even right. matter exactly it's like your view is it's it's mine or yours you know what yeah. i mean it's just like yeah. that's it's all it comes down to you know what i mean you know so who, it's just like you know who's a cult like cult based following trump kanye west Oh, yeah. Kanye yeah, West fans yeah. are like to me cult based like cult as fuck anything he does they don't question it they're just like what he does is genius yeah he, 
you know, the other day he went on, I think like last week, where he was just like talking Swayze about. Swayze has answers. Well, yeah. But he, <laughs> yeah. he was talking about. What the fuck are you talking he about? He was talking about, like, staircases. We, we need to not have staircases. There's and too many staircases. And all he doesn't sell like, shoes. How are you going to make some money off of selling shoes if you're not walking staircases? staircases? I know, dude. Like, it's so you know what I'm like, And then, like, the people, like, he was telling it to, they're just like, yeah. <laughs> we need to get rid of staircases. Like, why? Like, you know, what is, crazy, yeah. what is that? He never really explained why he was just like, yeah, we need to get rid of staircases. Yes, that's it. Like, Apple's a cult, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Apple, Apple, Apple and Eve. Apple like, started then. Followers. The brand. Yeah. It really is. I can like, see people just like looking up to Steve Jobs. That's when I become prejudiced. That's when I become prejudiced, though. You know, but maybe, uh, maybe, yeah. look, look, maybe, maybe the cult is like a rich people cult. Because it's like Sony and Apple. You know, there's certain it. people I support Apple too in some ways. I got this. I got an iPhone, but I'm not crazy about it. But there are people that are gonna buy the iPhone every year. They'll yeah. wait in line. The yeah, first, yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to get They'll the have first Apple one. everything. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like not even a chance to buy yeah. anything that's not Apple. If so, there's an Apple refrigerator, they probably have it. They will. Like, they will buy it. They I will buy. It. I wouldn't buy an Apple fridge. An iFridge. I wouldn't buy an Apple fridge. Come on, I wouldn't look, buy an I'm, an you, I'm giving you gems. Yeah, gems. exactly. iFridge. I sex doll. I flashlight. I flashlight. Like you'll sync it with your my friend. I, you'll sync it with your iPhone, dude. With, with and when Drake some comes on, like the beat every time the kick and the eight oh eight hit, it's just like. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, am I wrong? Am I right? You're right. Hey, there we go. Hey, there's Drake. Hey. You see what I mean? Imagine, imagine the flashlight. No, no, <laughs> don't. We got our four four shots down. Thank you, Killian, Yo, for coming on. Killian Beats Killian. for uh, yeah, just for even hopping on, drinking some chopping shots with up. us. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah just so chopping it up with us. Appreciate right. it, man. Final word on this whiskey. You know, is it good to drive? Yes, it is. It is. Would it you is. buy this? I would buy it. Yeah, we don't encourage drinking and driving, but with. Ritual. You can drink and drive. Zero proof. Zero proof. Zero proof. Uh, yeah, again. Nice. This was the Open Bar Show. Make sure you subscribe to this BDS channel. We got other shows, uh, other podcasts. Shout out to everybody. Lorraine, the one that likes our toes. Shout out to Lorraine. Her, name, <laughs> her, her name, name was Wilson. Uh, Miss Wilson. I, don't, I forgot her name. <laughs> Shout out to Ray and Manny. Shout out to hey. what's the name of your podcast again, man? Moving right along. Make sure you with check Teresa and Dennis. Yeah, make sure you check nice. out check out their podcast. Moving right along. Moving right along. Moving, Moving right. right along. Yeah. Yeah. Again, thank you, Killian. Appreciate it. Deuces.